And now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson. Doc Manson, at Doc Manson, Uh, I think I'm a day late, but happy summer solstice to you. A day late and a buck short, Durangan Canyon, at the DC Matthews, but you know, thank you anyways. It's it's, it's the thought that counts, I'm glad to be thought about, and and to you, sir, uh, happy, uh, again, also belated, but a happy uh, uh, time of... I was going to say zero responsibility, but I don't think that's 100% true. Uh, happy time of limited work-related, employment-related yes, responsibility. My work-related responsibilities have dwindled. Uh, <clears throat> finished up on Monday. You know, the Monday is, we have a day that is contractually, they can't ask us to do anything. It's all for us to just pack up. I, of course, was already packed up. <clears throat> so... We had this little going away thing for a teacher who's leaving us after 11 years. And at that time, the principal was like, you know, whenever you're done, leave. You don't have to stay till 3.30. And I said, all right, everyone, have a good summer. And they all laughed, thinking I was kidding. I hoisted my backpack on my shoulder. (laughs) I took a little bow, grabbed my camping chair that I bring home for the summer, and walked out the door. They were like, oh, you're really leaving. And I was like, yes, I am. I'm done. (laughs) I meant it. Fair. Fare thee well. I, uh, <clears throat> I'll see you all in nine weeks or so uh, when we when we do this all again. So this is maximally, I won't say maximally rested DC. You're maybe still a few days out from being fully rested, but this is DC who's on the on the recovery. He's on the rebound. You're you're brimming with 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 potential and the the, the summer potential yeah, this energy is, is within this you is, bubbling out this is the week that i you know there there's always stuff right afterwards uh we have a family get together on friday for one of my sides of the family so we're gearing up for that oh um, boy i we've been asked to all wear turquoise or teal um color of the blue bomber yeah similarly luckily i had a shirt but we had to get my wife set up with a shirt um she was clearing out her office so i was there today i was in a different school today uh clearing out her office and so you know so what what is what is the occasion that gets the matthews's all together so it's it's a fascinating story um so we have struggled uh, over the, this is my Mama Matthews side of the family. Papa Matthews, the champ side of the family, <clears throat> is just abysmal. We're never going to see each other again. Half of us are dead. So, uh, but Mama Matthews side, there's myself and two cousins. <clears throat> my two cousins married, both have two children. So the family has split apart. We would normally all get together. Uh, at Christmas time, but now everybody's got their own things they want to do. They don't want to do that anymore. And so we were a little concerned that the family wasn't going to get together. I like to take credit for things. So I think I was the person who said, well, why don't we do something in the summer? And we are of French Canadian heritage. 
And so we are celebrating St. John the Baptist Day, which... What? Let me look it up. It's, what? We, my aunt, who is kind of hilarious, uh, there is a holiday in Canada, in Quebec specifically, uh, Friday, June 24th, is St. John the Baptist Day. And it is a holiday celebrated in Quebec. And so, because it's much easier for many of us who have school-related jobs to get together in the summer, we celebrate St. John the Baptist Day. I believe this will be the third one we've done. Um, And, you know, we gather together. There's, I'll have two nephews there, or no, I suppose, I don't know. What is my cousin's child to me? Second cousin? Cousin once removed. I never remember which one that is. I think it's first cousin once removed. All right. Either way, there will be four children ranging from probably a toddler to maybe 10 or so. Uh, So the children will be there. Usually one of my cousins brings, he owns his own bounce house. So he goes and sets up the bounce house. Uh, there will be grilling, there will be charcuterie boards. So that is that is what gathers us together. It's not a huge group. There'll be Will there be cornhole? Uh there will be some sort of game of that nature. I don't know if cornhole will exactly be the game. We played bocce. I taught my eight year old uh cousin once removed, I think he was eight, um, how to play bocce last year. You know, this is sort of politically insensitive, but Since we do live in a country where common sense gun laws seem to be beyond, you know, the scope of anything that we're capable of doing. Yep. Given that that is the environment that we live in, I kind of want lawn darts back. Because I guarantee less kids have died from lawn darts than from AR-15s. Oh, for sure. So, yeah, I kind of want those lawn darts back. Did when you played lawn darts as a kid, did you just try to get them as high as possible? Absolutely. In the Absolutely. Uh, as high as you possibly could, as deep in the ground as they would sink. Rank for me these four uh, activities. We've mentioned three of the four now. Uh, we've mentioned cornhole. Uh, we'll throw bocce in there. Let's Is bocce add- the one. That you just hurl the ball. You have a small ball, which I believe is called the patonk. And the the <laughs> object, actually, we'll do five because I forgot about horseshoes. The object is to get your larger balls as close to the white ball as possible. You want, you want if you can get ball to ball. There's no mallets, right? You just hurl the No, balls. that would be croquet, which we'll get to because that also is on the list. Croquet those is. Have, those have wickets. Yes, with the little metal hoops. So yeah, horseshoes, cornhole, croquet, bocce, and lawn darts. Which one would your favorite be of those five? Croquet, bocce, lawn darts, horseshoes, and, and horseshoes. horseshoes. Probably lawn darts, but yep. I think I think there's a nostalgia factor there, sure, and also a uh, you know a forbidden a forbidden um, love sort of obsession sure. that it can't ever be. <clears throat> plus, um, the, plus the just increased sense of danger. Right, right, exactly. I would say of the others, though, I think the one that I've probably spent the most time in my life playing 
would probably be horseshoes. See, that to me would be last just because it requires specific, like, you've got to have those poles. You need a horseshoe pit, unless you're just whipping them at anything. You- yeah, I mean, but I mean, for a cornhole, you, you need cornholes. Yeah, but those can travel. Boards or whatever. Uh, those can, I suppose you could just drive stick, stakes yeah, into the ground. Yeah, you could drive a stake in the ground, whatever. But, yeah, I'm a bocce. I've been a bocce fan since way back. Um you strike me as a bowling lover too. I've bowled. You know, I'm Bocce and bowling seem similar to me. And especially you know, I'm, uh I'm sure of candlestick bowling. I'm, tiny little yes, balls. That is most definitely croquet with pin or bocce with pins. And you know, I'm sure I've mentioned on this podcast how it took into my twenties before I realized that if I just looked for a ball big enough, I could fit my fingers into the hole. Otherwise I was palming the thing like a basketball and trying to roll it down the alley. I'm not going to say anything about your love life. The holes were too tight, dude. All right. Mm. I don't know what to tell you. My fingers wouldn't fit. Mm. I didn't say anything. I'm, I'm telling you how it works. But we, Brandon Banks knows about this. We've talked about fingering the bowling ball holes many times. You got to have the right fit. It's got to slide in smooth. Smooth. Like butter. Butter. Uh, so, All right. But yes, so I, I am not in fully relaxed mode. I believe when we talk next week, I should hopefully be closer to there because we've got stuff going on every day this week. But next week, next, so next week, week is when we can expect to have 25 episodes of Joy of Booking. I got plans. On Tuesday alone. I got Tuesday plans. Alone. I got plans. And this is not. Part of my piece of positivity, but I'll share it anyways. Look at all these notebooks, Doc. <laughs> my wife cleaning out her office. She brought home. I got like I probably and there's more in the other room. I probably got 16 empty notebooks. Oh, the possibilities. I love how much joy that that brings you. The possibilities of the blank page in the blank notebook. I got more over here, although these some of these are filled in with tournaments currently in process. Uh, I got plans, Doc. I got plans. What about you? What's new in the life of Doc Manson? How are things? How goes the teaching? Good. Only got seven lectures left. Wow. Um, You know, just a little over halfway done. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I realized it's only seven, which means I can start counting. Um, I'm ready for it to be over. It's fine. I'm enjoying it just fine, but I'm ready for it to be over. So I can actually maybe relax and have some semblance of a slow time before the fall kicks into high gear. Yeah, so. I, I hope so, because, you you know, if anyone knows how to burn the candle at all ends. It is the good doctor. But indeed, seven more. That's not bad. Seven. Seven's not bad. People still enjoying it. You're still enjoying it. I mean, I'm enjoying it. I don't know if they're enjoying it, but that's. You don't check in with them? Well, I mean, I see them during lecture. <clears throat> you don't do a little. All right. I don't go. Right, Are we're you over, enjoying We're this? over today, everybody. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Number of fingers on your chest. How much did you like this? That's a. That's a do you uh, do that in the third grade? Yeah. Uh, I would assume I don't teach third grade, but. Do you do that in the second grade? I do. Yeah. Okay. More. That's more test checking for comprehension rather than enjoyment, but sometimes I'll do. You know, what do you think of that book? Give me a five, four. I do. I mean, I, 
I check for comprehension. I ask if anybody has any questions. That makes sense. And But you've been in enough meetings where you know there comes a point where do you have any questions means do you want to leave now or do you want to leave later? And right, whether or not you have questions, you're like, no, let get, get me out of here. It seems to me, DC, that if that is your inclination about meetings, then you have bad meetings wherever you are oh for sure because i don't have those thoughts at my job but but you know how many meetings i have at my job being the the manager who's in charge of calling (laughs) meetings none none (laughs) zero need to talk to someone go find them you don't have to go to larger meetings for the you know the departments in general not really um my position is this weird sort of bastard child at our institution, our department isn't really a department. It only exists as an academic department. There's no faculty in biology. There's no um, proper department head or hierarchy or anything like that. So by virtue of that, I kind of just get to do none of those things. And it's great. I was going to say, you know, as much as you talk about not liking your job, and I get that there's part of this job that you don't like. The main part of my job that I don't like is managing people. And it's because people can't just do their jobs and shut up and go home and get along. Like, I just don't like the drama. I hate being the drama that comes along. This feels like you're in high school all over again. It's like, we're adults, people. Can't you let them do their thing and you do your thing and just get over it? Get over the fact that your circumstances are different and this person's going to do this because it makes sense for them. And you're going to do this because it makes sense for you and just be happy that the grass is green on your side of the fence. Can't that be the way that we, this works. Can't that be the way that this works? Certainly not. It's never the way that it works. And that's what I dislike about my job. I wish I was responsible for me, myself and I, but yes, otherwise I, I think there are definite benefits to my, my specific position and job. Yes, absolutely. I agree. There are some definite upsides. Mm. So, yeah, we have meetings. <clears throat> we didn't have as many meetings this year as we have in previous years. Uh, but by the time... At the end of the semester, I say, we're calling a meeting, a department-wide meeting. Let's meet at the ice cream place. See, there's part of me that I, I want to work for you. <laughs> that's <sighs> the only meeting we have. Hey, that's a good meeting. I agree. It's a very good meeting. Um. I, we're not going to talk, I think, any wrestling on this episode. I have nothing to share. Uh, I have. There's a pay-per-view. Oh, the Forbidden Door? Forbidden Door. Okay. You wanna, forbidden Donuts. You want to dive into Forbidden Donuts through the back I door? Have, I have no idea what's actually on the show. What I do well, know Well, I will is- tell you. Yeah, I will tell you since you know I did have right. this up, so I was able to get it quickly. Uh, your main event, I believe, will be John Moxley, okay, versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. I don't know who that is. That is the uh, Japanese John Cena. There, he is the he's called the Ace. He is considered. Does he wear jorts? No. Please tell me he wears jorts. No, that would be more Kushida. No, he but he uh. is he is more of like he's their franchise player. He's their. You know, They're Shane Douglas. God, he's better than Shane Douglas. But, <laughs> but yeah, Tanahashi, that, you said his name? Yeah, was? Tanahashi. That is for the interim AEW. I think, I think I've title. heard that name before. Yeah. 
Uh, we're going to get a four-way match for the inaugural. They're introducing a new title, Doc, because you know what wrestling needs. More championships. Agreed. You can't have any stakes worth anything without championship belts on the line. So. We have Pac. Okay. The versus, bastard Pac. Versus Miro. Miro. Oh, Miro. <laughs> that is a name I have not thought about in some time. He has just returned in recent weeks. Okay. Um, versus the winner of there's going to be a qualifying match i'm assuming today uh malachi black versus penta oscuro i want both of them to be in that match uh well only one of them can be as of now versus from japan tomohiro ishii okay the stone pitbull that sounds cool as shit i think you would like ishii actually ishii is uh five foot seven in all dimensions. <laughs> that is awesome. He's, he is, you know, he is just. How do you spell that? Uh, I-S-H-I-I. He's not like an obese man, but he is just, he is like rhino level thick. Like. Oh my God. He's good. He's, he, he's remi- he, he reminds me of Samoa Joe's build, except. Yes. Except more muscular, I'd say. Yeah. But no, he's he's quite enjoyable. I like uh, Ishii, so okay. that would be a good match. Uh, we have <clears throat> La Sex Gods. Go on. Which is Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara. I disagree with that naming, but okay. Uh, they are teaming with Minoru Suzuki. I think you've seen him before. The Ear Man. Yes. Uh, taking on Eddie Kingston, Wheeler Yuta of... Blackpool Combat Club, and Shota Umino, who I don't know. Hmm. That sounds like there's going to be blood. Yeah, I would say so. Because Eddie Kingston plus that other guy. Minoru Suzuki, yeah. This could get get violent. That sounds Uh, like it's going to be violent. uh, In a match for the IWGP United States title, Will Ospreay will be defending against Orange Cassidy. Really? Yeah. I that that kind of blew my mind. I don't know how they got into that situation, but color me intrigued. I would I I'd yeah. like to actually see that. Are you familiar with Will Ospreay? I am familiar with the Birdman. Yeah. Uh, and frankly, like Orange Cassidy can go. He can. I that that feels to me like a match that if it were to appear on a WWE card, you know, would be a 30 second thing and it's over. Sure. I, I am I am ex, I am potentially excited by the prospect of that match. Okay. All right. Our one women's title a one women's title match so far, Thunder Rosa versus Tony Storm. I've heard some negative comments about one Thunder Rosa in recent weeks. The sandbagging? Sandbagging. Yes, that's the term I heard. Sandbagging of some lady. I didn't see it, so I can't offer my own expert uh, analysis. She has denied it, of course. I Um, saw some GIFs of different moves. Yeah. And, I mean, I am not one to say whether or not it was on purpose 
or whether or not their timing was off. But all I can say is they did not work well together in that particular sure. match, regardless of what happened. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I'd like to believe it wasn't sandbagging. You know, you can just not have chemistry with somebody and you're just a little off and it's not going to look good. So, yeah. And I don't know. I, I, I don't know who the other lady is either that was in that match, I'll but I, whoever it, it was, I didn't feel like they were someone who was particularly decorated in the ring, but I, I could be completely wrong. Oh, oh yeah. No, it was Marina Shafir, who was one of the NXT four horsewomen. She's Mrs. Roddy Strong. Um, she's not great. That's, yeah. you know. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I've, traditionally, I have liked Thunder Rosa matches. So um, Thunder Rosa is good. Tony Storm's good. The match should yeah. be very good. Yeah, that sounds, uh, it sounds with good. With the exception it, of Chris Jericho, like I have no interest in watching Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara, but, and I'm not wild about Will Ospreay, but this is not a bad pay-per-view. Like, I'm not this, wild about Will Ospreay, but... The fact that it's Orange Cassidy standing on the other side of that ring yeah. is what has me intrigued by that, I think. So. The, the final matchup that we know of so far, I don't know if they're going to add other ones, um, is a triple threat tag team match. Uh, the Ring of Honor titles are on the line. The IWGP tag titles are on the line. It's a winner-take-all match. Oh. Uh, FTR. Yeah. Rapongi Vice which is Trent Beretta and Rocky Romero. Okay. They're a good team. And then a team called the United Empire, who is the great Ocon and Jeff Cobb. Now you, you know, Jeff Cobb, I know Jeff Cobb, Mr. Matanza Cueto, uh, great Ocon was, Oh, Oka. Yeah. He's uh, one of the younger Japanese wrestlers. Again, probably going to be very good. Rocky Romero, good wrestler. FTR, great wrestlers. Jeff Cobb, good wrestler. Like, there's some talent in that match. Trent Beretta, actually, I just watched a match of his a few weeks ago that was very, very good. So, very nice. It looks like it's going to be a good show. And I know that at one point, Adam Page called out Okada. Uh, that has, that's not anything yet, but maybe Okada shows up tonight on Dynamite and, you know. It's a last-minute addition, but... Yeah, I got a text from GQ last week saying, Forbidden Door, and after I was disappointed that he wasn't talking <laughs> about what I thought he was talking about, yeah. I uh, said, oh, yes, absolutely, we will do that. And up until now, I, I had not looked up anything about it. Um, so you've actually made me more excited I'm glad. for this weekend than I was even going into this. Well, then the uh, following weekend, you can watch Money in the Bank. Yeah, I won't be doing that. Um, but you are invited uh, this weekend also. Not that I think you're coming, but you're invited. Summer DC often does crazy things. I'm not saying anything for sure, but if you're going to get me to a pay-per-view, Summer DC is the person to ask. You don't want to watch Bianca Belair versus Carmella? I do not. You don't want to watch Ronda versus Natalia? I'd be more interested in watching that, but I'm good. You don't want to watch Omos in a ladder match? I don't think I do unless you tell me that I do, but I don't think that I do. Nah. Almost. I have not seen almost really wrestle. I saw him as, you know, the bodyguard to AJ styles briefly. Yep. And just because of this is probably unfair, but because of how tall he is, 
in my mind, I envision a move set very similar to the Great Kali. And I, I don't know that, if that's true that would or be fair. Shank, that would be Shanky, who was the guy. You saw the gif of him punching somebody in the head. Did you see that? No. Oh, I got to find it because you're going to love it forever. Um, but, but is almost like that, or is he better than that? Is he good, even? I don't know. I will say this. Um, I don't know that I'd want him in a ladder match, but every almost match I've seen, he's better and better than. Oh, man. I found it. Um, uh, he's better than I expect him to be. Okay. So I'm not saying it's going to be good, but I'm not saying it's going to be uh, terrible either. All right, I'm going to put it in the bestie chat just because I'm going to put it in the bestie chat with no explanation, but please just go watch this. What I think is hilarious gif. I also kind of feel like that Cassius Ono's time uh, in the WWE was cut short because of Omos. I just uh, oh I, no, Omos. Yeah, I, I just I just want him to come out to music that goes Omos, Omos. I just I don't know why when I hear that name, that is what I think of, and that's something. All right, <laughs> who's that fella? Uh, that is Shanky, who is Jinder Mahal's kind of partner slash bodyguard. Uh, just bopping, an, yeah, bopping Angel Garza on the head. <laughs> it just gets funnier the more you watch. <laughs> it kind of does. Oh, it's stupid. Right. That's so um, stupid. Well, I am. Ex- I'm glad you are excited for Forbidden Door. Uh, I do have a question for you. Yes, we have we have two two places we could go here. Uh, this is one. Uh, you, I think we're all we're all aware you are a horror movie fan. I. Uh, I don't know if I'd say I'm a horror movie fan, to be honest. Buff aficionado. Mm, I don't know. I, I just, I don't know if the genres ever really clicked with me. Uh-huh. I, I'm more of a, I'm more of a Marvel Cinematic Universe guy That's these days. True. But I'm glad you brought that up because uh, today I believe you can watch the Multiverse of Madness on the Disney Plus. Um, now, that movie was the closest thing Marvel Cinematic Universe has got to a horror movie. I we, guarantee you it's not a horror movie I, in any way, shape, I know, but that's kind of where I'm going with this. We have Stranger Things, which seems to be this season much more kind of just outright. I perceive it to be outright horror. Do, uh, I, I kind of feel like Stranger Things was always kind of horror, though. Really? The Demogorgon in season one was pretty. I suppose. I suppose that's true. Do you feel like horror movie, the horror itself, ha- is becoming more mainstream? Has it always been like this? Like Stranger Things was at one point one of the biggest shows in the world. It still is big. I don't know if it's the biggest, but I think um, shows with horror elements certainly are more mainstream than they've ever been before. But I don't I don't feel like serious horror is mainstream in any sense. Okay. As the word as a complete novice and neophyte in this area, define for me your 
what you mean by serious horror? Um, what I mean by serious horror is probably horror movies that are aimed at an adult audience. Most of the mainstream horror movies that come out in theaters, especially these days, are PG-13 rated. They're aimed at teenagers. Okay. And while, yes, they have intense um, moments, they, they don't, I don't find, I don't think they're very disturbing. Um, and they certainly shy away from, you know, any of the gory special effects or exploitative elements of earlier horror they're they're very they're very toned down very watered down for for mainstream consumption i i think um i think you find you know the more serious horror i think you find that in more niche titles things that tend to be released by independent movie production companies Mm -hmm. um your hereditaries your midsummers uh your the lighthouse, things like that. Um, I, I don't know. For the most part, I feel like that's the case these days. Less so now than during the 2000s and 2010s. I think that was really hardcore teen horror. I think we're we're I think we are on the rebound of that. Where more thoughtful horror is being produced again. Um, but I, I think that's still on an upswing at this time. Okay. Your Nightmare on Elm Street's, your Friday the 13th, were those at the time serious horror or were they also aimed more towards a young audience? At the time, those were serious horror. Um, I mean, just along, based off of the ratings of R alone, nobody under 17 was getting into those films. Okay. Um, so at the time, yes. I think that over time, the way that those have aged makes them... I think, I think they're still more um, intense than a lot of more recent films. Certainly you're not going to see the kinds of gore practical effects that you saw in those early 80s slasher films. You're not going to see the exploitative sexual elements. All that stuff has been sanitized out of modern mainstream horror. Like there's no, I can't remember the last like horror movie in theaters. I'm at the, well, okay, this is, this is an exaggeration, but I can't remember the, really, they don't make horror movies with nudity anymore. Like that, it just, that's not a thing. Um, there's hardly any swearing in a lot of them. No, no interesting special effects. Like, again, just, just watered down. And again, I don't think you need those things. Like, I don't think you need a pair of breasts or exposed bum to make a horror movie enjoyable. It's certainly part of the past of the genre. It's certainly part of what you're going to see from films in the 70s and 80s when the social commentary was around, you know, sexual rights and things like mm-hmm. that. Um, so, like, I'm not saying that every movie needs that stuff, but again, those elements that you tend to think of sleaze or exploitation that you associate with early horror um, don't really exist anymore. Even in the serious horror films that I'm talking about, that kind of stuff doesn't really exist. I'd say they're more frightening. They still have, they have more gore and practical effects like that. Um, but but less of the other stuff for sure. And again, that's that's partly a reflection on where society is. That's not the stuff that is on people's subconscious minds, uh, yeah. which is what horror really is about. All right. <clears throat> I was just, you know, trying to figure out what would you say is the most well, 
No, I suppose if those were... I'm trying to think of the last popular mainstream serious horror movie. Like you mentioned Hereditary and Midsummer. Would you consider those to be... They're popular, but I wouldn't consider them mainstream. They never got wide release in movie theaters. Yeah. So... So... Like Blair Witch, that was huge. That was definitely big in pop culture. I don't remember if it was rated R or not. I think the original was, but again, you're talking, that's back in 1999 now. That's what I'm saying. So Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Scream was 1996. True. Um, and the problem is most of the 2000s were really bad remakes um, that are completely forgettable. Um. You had a remake of Black Christmas and Friday the 13th and a million Texas Chainsaw sequels. You had the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street, um, remakes of Poltergeist and Prom Night, and like all millions of remakes, and none of them were any good. None of them. Yeah. I, so I don't know. The Ring, but again, <clears throat> The Ring, the American version, that I think is 99 or early yeah. 2000. So like it, it's been a while. Like the purge. I yeah, maybe the purge. I haven't seen any of those. They don't interest me. I was gonna say Final Destination, but I also think that was a Yeah, that was early two thousands. Yeah. But I guess that probably counts. Early Final Destinations or your hostels. I guess the Saws were probably the big thing through the two thousands. True. Original. That's Saw true. probably would count. Yep. And I wasn't interested in Saw at the time. I I only recently went back and actually watched through them. Um, and I had misconceptions about what I thought that series was. I thought it was just a lot of torture porn. Mm-hmm. And, and don't get me wrong. There's, you know, scenes ostensibly of torture. Um, but the films, for the most part, are actually way more interesting than that. Um, I actually find myself enjoying those films quite a bit. I thought those were decent. There was more of a, you know, more of a psychological element because they were bringing in this concept that Jigsaw was this man with, you know, a terminal disease. And so he was in his mind, teaching people to appreciate their lives. What would you do to stay alive? You know, to reignite your passion for life. There was this interesting undercurrent to it that I was not expecting. Um, and I, that made me enjoy those films more, way more than I expected. Sure. Yeah. <clears throat> it definitely felt like there was more story. I, granted, I've never seen a single one. But from everything that I have heard, it is more than just people in traps with needles. And Yeah, I mean, I will say, like, after the third one, it kind of starts trailing off. And, but but as, even as, those, after as the many third, of they, them they were did, okay. As they many okay. things. Many yeah. of them. Uh, we're not necessarily jumping to email, so we certainly can. Why, uh, why did you bring up horror? I... We were talking, my wife and I were talking about Multiverse of Madness. And I was like, hey, that's going to be, you know, we could watch that. And she was like, I don't know if I want to actually watch it. It seems like it's going to be too, like, it's just going to be a horror movie. And I don't want to, like, neither of us are horror fans. You know, we'd wind up probably um, just fast forwarding through a bunch of it. And then she was, you know, and then. The other day, we watched the trailer for part two of Stranger Things, which again, as I've mentioned on this show, we watched the first episode, part of the second episode, and then just watched the last episode. Um, <clears throat> so 
you know, she has commented on how so much of this stuff is becoming scary and it just left the musing. Will you check your email to see if you have something from Brent that I don't? He says he thinks he sent something, but I'm not seeing it on mine. That come from AWI pod, most likely. Yeah, I have one from. Them. Okay. I don't see it. So. From the 15th. Oh. Mine just seems red. This marked as red. That's why I can't see it. All right. Anyways. Um, before we transitioned into that, Danielle asked a question in the chat. Have you ever played Dead by Daylight? My boyfriend got a Switch for his birthday, and the game's a horror genre. You can play online with friends as either the killer or the victim. It's something to watch for sure. Um, Never played it. I've seen it played on Markiplier Twitch. Markiplier plays it, right? I think he's played it once or twice, yeah. yeah. It's one of those asymmetrical online games, which is to say there's one killer, four yeah. survivors. Everybody else is trying to like start generators. Start a generator, find the parts to a car, find the parts to the engine for a boat yeah. to escape. The killer grabs you and impales you on a hook as you slowly die. Yeah, stuff like yeah, that. I've seen that. All right. Uh, I'm not I, big on multiplayer games, honestly. And again, horror games. Meh. Well, okay. Before, let me just ask, because we spent many, many, many hours playing multiple different multiplayer games. Uh, MMOs, I suppose. Uh, what is your problem with multiplayer games? I don't have any friends. I don't have any friends that play video games. Really, Ooh. multiplayer games, I think, are meant to be played with a group of people that you know, or, at least in some way. I'm not saying you have to know them in person. Um, but I, ha I literally have no friends on my friends list on any service that play games together. So without having a group like that where I feel like we could all jump in together and have a good time, I just okay. I don't see the point. That's fair. You don't want to make new friends, just randomly go online and you don't make friends that way. Okay. And these days, honestly, it's worse than it used to be. Like nobody uses their microphones anymore. Like nobody talks or coordinates the multiplayer games. The only th person you'll ever find is either the 12 year olds calling you the worst names imaginable or the person who's just blaring music the entire time, nonstop. Like you don't find anything useful in those methods of communication anymore. It's, it's all interesting. No, it's yeah, it's, I, I don't know. And again, I haven't done it in years now, but that was my experience and I gave up on it. Did you ever have land parties when you were a kid? When I was a kid. Absolutely. People go to tall there. guy's house, bring our uh, rigs over there. You bring it, brought your own computer over there. Sure did. Sure did. What'd you play? Starcraft? Starcraft, Diablo 2. Um, those were the big ones at that point. Yeah. No, I didn't do LAN parties because I've never had a good computer, but, you know, GoldenEye, 12 people watching and waiting their turn to play a four-person game. <laughs> right, right. Oh, to be young. Um I was going to do something else, but we're, we're right about ready for email time. And you reminded me, since I'm going to have oodles of time, uh, I can do something better with this. So okay. uh, there should be, I'm going to make this promise now, so I have to follow through. There should be a tournament next week. That we On will, these uh, airwaves? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think so. You know, we had talked about childhood candy before. 
And you know, I'm sure we've done a candy tournament. Indeed. But we'll we'll see. I'll see if I can tweak uh, it, tweak we'll it a little bit. Uh, podcast at ddtwrestling.com. We have eight emails. Uh, you know, and if we count Danielle's question, which you know would have been an email had she not sent it in the Bessie chat, we have nine. Uh, a baker's dozen. The first one is sent from Brent. It was I had it as red on mine. The subject line is subject. Now I'm sure someone has already asked this in the 322 episodes of this great podcast. But being the new guy, I've got to know, Doc Manson, are you related to Charles Manson? Please say you are for my own amusement. Sincerely, your pal from Nebraska. I am for your amusement. <laughs> for his own amusement. Oh, I misspoke. Uh, you still think about changing the name? Every yeah. once in a while. Being associated with the cult leader who was trying to start yeah. a race, race war. Maybe not my finest moment. Um, no. But well, you could you could say you you did it in honor of Marilyn Manson. That's much better. I actually did it in honor of uh, Cactus Jack, who uh, true briefly had the last name of Manson. I hey, you want to switch to Doc Mankind? <laughs> not going to change it all that much. It was it was it was an allusion to one Mick Foley, my all time yeah. favorite wrestler. So you could you could do that. You could be Doc Mankind. <laughs> Doctor Mankind. <laughs> I just want I'm, to hear that. I'm imagining red. The, the leather mask with the big, like, I don't remember what that was called, but the thing, the, the light, light refractor oh, that yeah. they used to have on the top of their head. It just sounds like something that you could probably actually get uh, WWE 2K22 to get the announcers to actually say, now coming to the ring, Dr. Mankind. Oh, yeah. I feel sure. like you could actually get them to say those combinations of words. So. For sure, for sure. Uh, the next one comes from Jeffrey, who doesn't have Twitter, and he's a little behind. Hello, DC and Doc. I'm a few episodes behind and just realized you were here on the vineyard. Sorry it wasn't everything you hoped it would be. Dot, dot, dot. Next time you were here, we should meet up for a drink? Question mark? Anyways, I am currently under the quarantine due to the COVID, and now we'll have time to catch up W the episodes. We should, we should meet up for a drink. I have COVID. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, just wanted to say hello and see how slash if I could join the bestie chat. Is it on Facebook or regular messaging? Thoughts on Jeff Hardy? Also just came across the 80s Everything podcast. And there was an episode on the Rubik's Cube and Cabbage Patch Kids craze. Made me think, what was your favorite slash most fun toy of the 80s? I would go W, the Invisible Ink books, Mad Libs, and my Ewok Village. Have a great week. Jeffrey from Massachusetts who doesn't have Twitter sent for my iPhone. Uh, Jeffrey, honey, bubby, baby. Bubby, baby, bubby. The bestie chats on Twitter. It's a Our, DM. It's a DM chat. We have, you know, <clears throat> yeah, you, you, you'd have to get Twitter. I suggest getting Twitter solely for the bestie chat. Don't do anything else. Just do the best chat. I know we've mentioned it before, and I have I have never ever actually looked into anything in terms of what it takes to do this. But would a Discord server be a thing that anyone was interested in instead Probably. of Twitter? Because I got I got to tell you, I started thinking about this very heavily uh, once it looked like Elon Musk was going to buy Twitter. 
I, I very seriously thought about, well, I probably shouldn't be on Twitter. Now, at, at this point, it doesn't seem like that sale is actually going to happen. No. So I don't feel so bad about sticking around on Twitter. Um, but I, I did I did start thinking about that at one time. So I, I don't know if it, people well, in the Bestie chat use Discord. Do they have let's, any let's interest to, in Discord? Let's put it to the Besties now in the Bestie chat. Just thought uh, I'd mention it. I don't know if that would help Jeffrey if from we the did podcast. that. Would there be any interest in taking the bestie chat to a place like Discord rather than a Twitter? I think some people would be interested, and I think some people are barely keeping up with Twitter. Yeah, that's true. So, but then again, they might that might be the impetus they need to get off of Twitter. So, uh, thoughts on Jeff Hardy? You'll get those, I think, if you keep catching up. Um, he needs help. Yeah. Uh, favorite most fun toy of the 80s. That could be another tournament, but off the top of your head, favorite most fun toy of the 80s. Does my Nintendo count? Sure. Probably my Nintendo Entertainment System. Yeah, that's a good choice. Uh, I didn't have one of those. We didn't have enough outlets in our house. Jeff, yeah, yeah. It's unfortunate. Um, uh, an 80s toy. Uh I remember getting a lot of use out of my He-Man power sword. Mm. Yeah, that sounds all right. So thank you for the message. Uh, We will try to let you know if we are, you know, if Doc goes back to the vineyard. 80s Um, Everything podcast. I'll have to look that one up. There's a show that I listen to. It's ostensibly a nostalgia show. And if you're interested in that 80s Everything podcast, maybe you'd be interested in this as well, Jeffrey. Uh, I highly recommend the Purple Stuff podcast. If you have not listened to Purple Stuff, I recommend them. Uh, a big fan of the Purple Stuff podcast. I have found everything 80s podcast. Uh, they're doing a lot of review of Stranger Things right okay. now. Um, Still have to watch that. Action Park, the story of the most dangerous theme park ever. Six of the most overrated 80s movies. Ranking all the Rankin and Bass Christmas specials. Uh were the Rankin and Bass Christmas specials produced in the 80s? I don't think so. But, hmm. you know, I don't know if this is the right show, to be honest. This might not be. Ranking every Star Wars movie and TV show. Hmm. What happened to Saturday morning cartoons? That's a podcast I would listen to. The Ultimate so. Warrior writes in. Ah, yes. Oh, I'm so glad to hear from the Ultimate Warrior. The this... funniest guy on Twitter. I, 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 I continue to say. This is an email. This is an email. Dear DC and Doc, wrestling is home to a host of colorful characters. The Blue Meanie, Orange Cassidy, Chelsea Green. This got me thinking about underrepresented colors in wrestling and how, regardless of how much fabric Mabel's costume might have used, purple (laughs) needs more love. Please invent one wrestler with purple in their name. Thank you. I love you. Warrior. Uh, I would name them Purple Rain, R-E-I-G-N, and would be played... By none other than Dustin Rhodes. Yeah. Uh, there was a wrestler, old school wrestler from the you know 70s and 80s, Mark Lewin, uh, who did go by the name Purple Haze. Oh, okay. Uh, that was his nickname. Uh, Purple Rain is a very good one. Purple um, Stuff podcast. We were just talking about that. I could see somebody coming out just like dressed in a grape Kool-Aid outfit, basically. Would their tag team partner be Sonny D? Absolutely. Sonny D. All right. 
Uh, let's see. I'm going to go with, you know, the Velveteen Dream was pretty close to purple. Uh, I'm going to go with, you went with Chelsea Green. I will go with Lionel Purple. In fact, Sir Lionel Purple. And the interesting thing about that is he doesn't wear purple. But his name just happens to be Sir Lionel Purple. I mean, okay. That's... No. I mean, that's. I, I would say that's clever, except Orange Cassidy doesn't wear orange. Chelsea Green doesn't wear green. I suppose Just, that is true. But, but, but I still, okay, I like you obstructing fine, fine, the... Fine, fine, Grimace. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that Grimace supposedly was designed to, to be an anthropomorphized taste bud? I did not know that, but... I don't know if that's true, but I heard that recently. I always thought he was supposed to be a milkshake, which also doesn't make any sense because they don't have any purple milkshakes. But I, I read that recently, and I, and I did not fact-check it whatsoever. Uh, the USA Today, that incredibly uh, trustworthy news site, uh, you know, during the interview, when asked what exactly Grimace is, he says the mascot is a, an enormous taste bud, says some manager of mcdonald i don't know why you would want to make an enormous taste bud i don't but the original grimace had um multiple arms too he didn't just have two arms he had like four arms or something like that and he was evil initially he was a villain it was only until later that he became i see that he's a got friend f- he's got four arms each one holding milkshakes yeah he used to steal milkshakes like the hamburglers stole hamburgers now I feel like he should be a villain on like where in the world is Carmen San Diego. I don't know why losing two arms makes you no longer evil and now good, but that's I think I saw something just briefly where they were talking about like he was too scary. <clears throat> him with four arms full of milkshakes. The kids were scared, <laughs> so they had to make him more friendly. Uh our email comes from Che. Howdy. Evening, gents. Not much to say this week. First off, Doc, hope all went well with your old man's surgery and that he's on the mend. Uh, yeah, it went well. He is on the yes. mend. I have it on good authority that June 22nd is National Onion Ring Day in the States. What I'd like to know is, in your opinion, which food is the king of fried foods? Chicken, onions, or brie? Have a stellar week. Hope you're all keeping well. All the best, Jay. Sent from my triumphant thumbs congratulations to che uh i think he just got some very good news on the work front uh and you know happy for him happy for our good buddy che uh i think we have to consider other things if we're if we're going with whether it's the king of fried foods you know there's more than just chicken onions and brie you gotta throw potatoes at least into the conversation i think the ultimate fried food is fried dough Explain. I just really like funnel cake. If I go to a fair, and at a fair, you can get anything in the world fried. You can get your French fries. You can get your onion rings. You can get fried chicken, Kool-Aid, butter, whoopie pies, Oreos. Um, And don't get me wrong. I enjoy many of those things on occasion. But the one thing that I always go back to when I'm at a fair, and I'm more likely than not to get every single damn time, is the fried dough. 
Now, do you prefer it in funnel cake form as opposed to just one? Like funnel cake is piped. Well, I don't care. I've seen fried dough that is just one big. Usually it's always just one big thing. I think sometimes they call them elephant ears. I don't know. And I don't care. You could put red sauce on it, tomato sauce. You can put powdered sugar on there. You can put cinnamon sugar on there. I'm not picky. It depends what mood I'm in, savory or sweet. I like them all. It's versatile. It's delicious. It's fried. Fried Oreos are real good, too, though. I'm looking at a uh, fried dough poutine. Sounds great. They make fried dough sticks, and then you dip it into Nutella. Okay, let's do that. That looks amazing. Does fried dough uh, count, or is that not a traditional I, food? I don't know. I, the, I think the question is uh, is into the op- is bleh. the question is left open ended. I think he did say chicken, onions, or brie, but you could pick anything. And if fried dough is what you would go to. I go for chicken, um, whether it's chicken wings or tenders or actually like full pieces of fried chicken, like. I think that's pretty good. Maybe you could consider the potato, but French fry, waffle fry, curly fry, yeah, steak fry, hash browns. Technically, they're more griddled, I suppose, but you can make them in frying them in oil. So, mm, mm, yeah, yeah, yes. The reason you skipped over Glenn's email. Glenn's email came to me four minutes after Chase. Ah, twenty so. minutes before on my end. <laughs> <laughs> is it the change that name? It is. Oh, we got one from Bosk too. We're up to 10. Oh, bankers. Oh, so popular. All right, Glenn. Yeah, mine came in at 114. Change that name. Hi, guys. With the longest reigning next cruiserweight champion returning to next 2.0, changing his name from Jordan Devlin to JD McDonough. I was wondering <laughs> if you were going to repackage the whole of DDT, what would you call it? And what would your new names be? It can't just be Durango Canyon and Doc. Congratulations to Che for getting his promotion. Thanks for now, Glennon. You want me to take over reading the emails for a while? No, I'm good. Uh, if, well, I think we just proved earlier in the episode. I think he's Doc Mankind. Dr. Mankind. <laughs> With the pause in between. Absolutely. Clearly pull it up. Um, I think if I were to do it, I would have to uh, abandon the the DM and not, you know, not as I've been accused of copying Doc's initials. I mean, you clearly did. Um, you waited until it looked like I was out of the picture. I was no longer a part uh, of the of the number two contenders. You were doing your thing on the side with the uh, the cool kids in town, the new age insiders, and you said, "I'm just going to mosey on in and take over this persona." I don't think that's true. I think I so. Couldn't, couldn't be you. I couldn't be a doctor. Well, that's true. Uh, I think the only answer is I would have to become Sir Lionel Purple. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, I don't know. What would we call the, you know, I think we'd have to go back to a private earful. Let's find that loophole. That's a good one. I love that name. We'd go back to, I'm telling you, Sir Lionel Purple would host that show. (laughs) He would host the hell out of it. Uh, Hello, I'm Sir Lionel Purple here with Dr. Mankind. Now I'm Australian, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Just wait. You'll Uh, you'll be in a different country before long. Welcome back to a private earful. (laughs) Uh, All right, Nate, email time. Ah, good afternoon, gentlemen. 
For once, I'm not really sure what to say. Nothing new has happened over the last week, so I'll keep it random and quick this week. What are your favorite cereals? What's your favorite birthday present you've ever received? I hope you both have a tremendous night. Your bestie, Nate, sent from my small heart. Oh, Nate, give yourself credit. Your heart is much bigger. Hopefully uh, it's not plus, enlarged, though, because that would be no, problematic. No, we don't want that. Uh, but and also, you're pretty sure there. Oh, goodness, no. Your, your, your Minnesota Twins are very, very close to catching up to those Cleveland Guardians there in the baseball, getting first place in the uh, AL Central. Um, let's see. Favorite cereal, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, without question. The only cereal I eat. It's good. Um, we did a turn. I think we've done. You got to go back and check the, the, the archives there. We're pretty sure we've done a cereal tournament at one point. Off <coughs> the top of my head is Cap'n Crunch Crunch Berries. Hmm. That's probably, I don't know why, but today that's the answer. Tomorrow it could be Cinnamon Toast Crunch. It could be Cocoa Puffs. Favorite birthday present I've ever received. Does it have to be a physical object or can it be a service provided? What was provided to you for your birthday? Oh, I think you know. Not the specifics. You were there. Oh, that one. (laughs) That was a good day. Great day. My armpit's still itchy. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love how every once in a while you just lean into it and I'm not expecting it and bam. It takes, takes a while for it to sink in. Yeah, it's good. Oh, he went there. Yeah. Oh, he went there. It's good. Um, I have to think. Favorite birthday present. Mm. My wife has. You know, since my birthday tends to coincide with our April school vacation, she has taken us, um, you know, on a vacation or two, and she has paid for it and said it is for my birthday, um, which has been lovely. That's a very nice gesture. So I think I would go with something along those lines. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. I, 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 I don't know. People always ask these questions like, what's your favorite match from the last year? What's your favorite? I just, my brain doesn't categorize things that way. I don't know. I just, yeah. I, I don't, I couldn't tell you specific things I got for my birthday versus Christmas. Like, I, yeah, I don't know why. I just don't well, retain that expand, information. Let's expand it to favorite present. Yeah. What's your favorite present? I don't know. I don't know. I, uh, the one I use the most are probably my AirPods. I use those every that's damn day. One. So that's a very good one. I mean, that's probably it. How has, uh, has Dan Reichert still been on Giant? Has he returned to Giant Bomb in full? Has that been worth listening to? Oh, I don't know. I, I stopped listening to Giant Bomb oh, okay. months ago. I, I stopped listening not long after the next Lander guys left. I, yeah. I, I didn't like the I thought you was, he, he was returning with a new persona. I thought you were saying you were going to check it out, but I could. I wrong. thought I might, but I didn't. And then somebody left and started their own thing, right? Jeff Gersman left. Um, he was the the founder yeah. of giant Bomb. and he did like a you know he did a big twitch stream and he started a patreon and do like uh, so i've been listening to jeff's new podcast which is a solo show at the moment there's only been three episodes they're usually about three hours long Jeez. this man can go um yeah, yeah and I, I still enjoy uh listening to jeff i think he's got a lot of really great opinions on how, how long do you think you could do a solo podcast like if you just it was just you how long do you think you could? I don't know. Like, it has to be a topic that I knew really, really well. 
is he is he doing current video game stuff? Is there a topic to him? Is he just stream news, of consciousness? New releases, um, just general things happening in video games. Yeah, <laughs> emails. Alrighty. You know. Thank you, Nate. Mrs. Manson checking in. Summertime. Hello, friends. Happy summer, DC, and best wishes to you and the missus, and an almost happy anniversary to you both as well. That's true. It's on Saturday. So much for you both to celebrate. 11 years. If you need me and Doc, we'll be continuing to work as we do year-round. Sadly, it doesn't look like ice cream Tuesdays are a thing anymore, and going out to eat anywhere costs an arm and a leg these days, but we're happy to have you to Manson Manor this summer for a barbecue some weekend. Are you a burger bro or a hot dog dude? Have your people talk to my people. Cheers, Mrs. Manon. P.S. I manage Doc's social calendar. He's cool with this, even if this might be the first he's hearing about it. Isn't marriage great? All right. Um, I, I hear you, you, you encountered some, some creatures. I did. You've been, you've been encountering some creatures. Uh, I, all the best you chat could talk about the other day was how hard you screamed at that spider. Oh, it was the size of your, my fist, man. It was a big spider. It was, it was a big looking spider. It was a big spider. Yeah. Yeah. And then you've got squirrel issues too. Not squirrel issues, but chipmunks are, um, burrowing underneath, um, some landscaping that we have near the foundation. Sure. So have you had any found any more eviscerated pieces of them? no, no, I've been trying to get them to convince them to leave their den by uh, putting together this concoction of cayenne pepper um, held with uh, bound to like, you know, oatmeal particles uh, and castor oil and trying to blow it down into their den. But it doesn't seem to be working. So I don't know. Is that a a known chipmunk remedy? It's it's a it's a known sort of at home do it yourself remedy. I think the next thing I'm going to have to do is just start poisoning the fuckers, but it is what it is. Uh, well, I am sure we would love to, I know I'll speak for my wife. We would love to come over for a barbecue some weekend. Um, I am allowed one hot dog a year. Uh, I think this year I haven't had one in 2022. I would certainly, uh, let doc Manson grill me my yearly hot dog. Um, we are more burger people in this house. Um, and also, you know, there's an ice cream place near us that uh, we could venture back to because clearly Mrs. Manson needs to go try again because her first attempt failed so dramatically and she refused to let us get her a second one. So. I'd go eat some ice cream. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a shame the Tuesdays thing was. That was fun. But yeah, I think that, that COVID killed that dead. Indeed. Uh, but yes, 11 years. How was your anniversary? Was it, it was coming up? Was it the day? Was it last week? It was last week. Yeah. It was yeah. on the day of the podcast. That's right. It's 10 days, 10 days before ours. How was it? It was fine. It was great. Celebration of our love and all that. Um, uneventful though, obviously worked, had a busy day, did the podcast. Um, so, you know, okay. It was nice to, um, remind myself why I signed up for this for the rest of my life for a day. Because you're at nine years, right? Nine years. What are you going to do for the big 10-year anniversary? Nothing. I think you should do something. What should we do? Big extravagant trip. To where? 
Fiji's probably a little expensive, but you know. All right. Fiji it the is. Car- the Caribbean. Bora Bora. You could go to Disney. You could just buy her some extravagant jewelry that if she's anything like my wife, she would not feel comfortable wearing. Eh. She's got jewelry. You know, I don't know. We're at this point, too, where, like, I know it sounds lame, but, like, I don't, we didn't really get each other anything for our anniversary. Like, we had a nice dinner, homemade, and she made a cake that was, you know, remaking our wedding cake, and that was a nice mm-hmm. thing. But, like, we don't, we didn't, like, exchange gifts. Where we will sometimes do it this year. I think it'll probably have to be delayed. We may sneak off next week and take a day and, like, go to just do a day trip to the Cape. Yeah. Because we don't want to spend the money to stay overnight, but a day trip to the Cape might be good. Um, We have tried to stick to like the traditional uh, anniversary gifts. We always look online to see what. I think the ninth anniversary is is wood. Yeah. The 11th one is steel. I gave her some wood for our anniversary. Yeah, unlike the last, unlike the last one, I'm just gonna let that hang in here. Yeah, the traditional one for us is steel. So I was like, well, let's, you know, we'll go to the Cape, and each of us has to steal something from the other person. She wasn't a fan of that. <laughs> <coughs> uh, Jeremy writes in. We don't hear from Jeremy that often. Kids these days. So I saw this question on the Twitter the other day. You get five chances to make one free throw from the standard distance on a standard sized hoop. You make at least one out of five. You win three million dollars. If you miss all five, you go to jail for three years. Do you take the deal? I'm thinking only the softest of the soft don't take the deal. Surely any human person strong enough to get the ball to the hoop will luck out and make one. I was surprised by the number of folks who wouldn't even chance it. Why are younger millennials and Zoomers so damn soft? Where are the risk takers? Where are the dreamers of dreams? So I guess there are a few questions there. I'm sorry I've been busy and haven't been around as much. I still love you both. Jeremy, piss. I'm taking the deal and going five for five. Yeah, I'm taking the deal. You? I think knowing what happens if I, I'd get in my own head. I would take the deal. And what I would do is I would take the first four shots. And if I don't make any of them, I just wouldn't take the fifth shot. Classic Doc Manson obstruction. Classic Doc Manson obstruction. Nobody says I can't do it. It's not in the rules. I'd like to point out. That's this week's episode title. Classic Doc Manson instruction. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a good idea. I, you know, I, I think if we're, if we're trying to answer his, his later questions. Uh, Where are the honestly, dreamers of dreams? They were all exported into the Trump administration. Why? Yeah. <laughs> why are younger millennials and Zoomers so damn soft? They've watched the world fall apart around them. Uh, Three major yeah. financial crises in their lifetime. Three once-in-a-lifetime financial crisis events and a fourth one coming. Like, what do you want? Yeah. Yeah. You know. Nobody can not. afford to even live anymore. Never mind have kids. There you go, Jeremy. Thanks for the email. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think the, the days of, you know, people trying to, you know, take a risk and picking themselves up by their bootstraps, it's doesn't feel like that's an option anymore. Indeed not. Our last email comes from Forrest. Hello. Hello, DC and Doc. A little behind in the podcast, wrestling and entertainment in general. 
Work is crazy and we cannot find people to work or are ghosted when we set up interviews. Anywho, I still have a good core team that I try to keep happy within reason. Hope you guys and the besties are having a great start to the summer. Just remember days start getting shorter tomorrow. Bosk sent from my fish Banana phone. Banana phone. Banana phone. Banana phone. We have a um a reusable shopping bag in the car. It's mm-hmm. black and it has bananas all over it. And any single time we go somewhere and she says, get the banana bag, I go, ring, 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 banana bag. I don't know why. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Why would you ring a banana bag? But I go about singing it and annoying the shit out of my wife for at least 20 minutes. So you got to do it. Got to. Hey, you're welcome. Um, You know, in in education, we it's there are certain jobs that, you know, because if you're looking for part time, that's always tricky. But we tend not to. You know. When there's a job posting, at least some people are applying. So what do you I'm do, Bosk? No- and can I make a career change? How much do you pay? I'd be interested. I have no allegiance. As long as He's, I don't have to you know, manage people. Hey, you just, you know, head up to the Great White ner- Great Woods of Maine. Think he's Maybe I can he's work our, remotely. He's our Mainer friend. Is it, can you work remotely? Do you pay well? Are there benefits? Answer me those questions. And if the answer to any of those is no, then I think I know why you're getting ghosted. Probably true. Uh, thank you to Danielle and Brent and Jeffrey and Ryan and Che and Glenn and Nate and Mrs. Manson and Jeremy and Bosk. Ten. Ten A baker's dozen! Had questions for us today. Oh, my God is right. Um, Doc Manson, it's that time again. Let's see if you could find one more way to do some classic Doc Manson obstruction. <laughs> Uh, what's your piece of positivity? What's getting you through the week? I don't have one. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing that came to mind. What can I, what can I tell you? Um, there it is. Huh, my piece of positivity for this week. What is it? What is it indeed? Um, yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. I mean, I guess I'll say forbidden door because I really am looking forward to having GQ come over. Um, maybe some other friends as well. So it'd be nice to actually see people. I don't know. That'd be nice. Yeah. It'd be a good time. DC. I know you're coming. I'm sorry. I'm scrolling through and finding our tournament of snacks from way back in March of 2019 in which we have, you know, our three musketeers and our Kit Kat and our Funyuns and all of that stuff. So I'm just looking to see, looking to see where we've been, where we're going. Um, It should be a good show. It should be a good show. Does sound like it for sure. And, you know, it's always nice to see GQ. We'd be nice to just get the band back together. Have you talked to him? Is he coming on? We We marry three. I, you know, I said he should. We chatted briefly about that window washing opportunity, and I told him we should, you know, get on the uh, get on the air. So hopefully, when he's now that he's and uh, you know he's got a little bit more free time, window washing doesn't happen as much in the summer. I'll give him a hard time when I see him this weekend. Yeah, uh, my piece of positivity, since you asked, um, you know, uh, this room that I am in has served many purposes over the, uh, over the years. It has been 
know, sort of my sanctuary. It has been an office. It is a just catch-all for storage. Harem? Uh, no, not that. Not that. Opium That's den? Different, different room. Yes. And once, once upon a time. Um, and it was our spare bedroom. And, you know, we've had over the years various family members stay here. Uh, but over the last five or six years, it's not the case. They don't tend to come and stay anymore. And so finally, I was able to convince uh, Mrs. Matthews that the spare bed that was in this room, taking up a lot of space, I had to walk around our big oversized beanbag chair. And then I won't say shimmy, but I had to walk down a relatively narrow pathway between this desk and the bed in order to get over to this space. Um, I was able to convince her that that bed that she bought in college, so it's 20 plus years old, uh, was no longer required. And so yesterday, while she was continuing to clean at her school, I moved things around. I grabbed the mattress. I dragged it out here by myself. I shoved it into the back of my SUV. I drove that up to our bulky waste depository, got that out of my car. I scrounged up enough bungee cords to drag the box spring out, strap that to the hood of the car, lifted up the box spring by myself, for I am Superman, uh, did the classic thing of driving up to the bulky waist. It's strapped in with the bungee cords, but I've got one hand out the window holding it because I will certainly be able to stop it if it chooses to fall. I can counteract gravity. Uh, got that taken care of. Um, and there is just a whole lot more space here. I can walk freely. I'm not bumping into things. And this space is now just more a sanctuary, a man cave, if you want to call it that. Um, so I, I'm loving it. It's, it was a great way to start my summer. And uh, I, I hope to spend many happy hours watching wrestling and playing video games and talking to you. Doc Manson, and yes, recording probably far more episodes than is necessary of the Joy of Booking podcast. That sounds like so, a good time. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. And I thank you for enjoying this episode, episode number 324. Sadly, 325 isn't that exciting. We're, we're, we're kind of in between milestones here. Um, although I suppose... July is our, you know, the end of July is our birthday. So we'll be coming up on seven years. Maybe seven years yeah. of podcasting. Well, if we go, if we go with the, the lost episode on the day Roddy Piper died. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Which I consider our first. Absolutely. Then it will have been seven years. Wow. So it's coming up. Uh, Sadly, wood is not the gift for seven years. No, it's not. It's, let's see, what is it? What's the seventh anniversary? Traditional seven-year anniversary? Copper. I was hoping for leather, but all right. Nope, copper. So we can find a way to make that work. I'm going to fling pennies at your head. Oh. (laughs) You love me so much. (laughs) Uh, Doc Manson, anything else you'd like to say before we head out into that good night? Uh, if you'd like to have your thoughts read on the air, as always, send that email, podcast at ddtwrestling.com. 
You can listen to all of our back catalog, the extensive seven-year history of this show, by just looking up DDT Wrestling, wherever it is that you acquire fine, fine podcasts like this one. And of course, if you like what you've heard, and how could you? Head on over to patreon.com forward slash DDT Wrestling to give just a little bit of financial support to DC and Doc. It helps us keep the lights on and ensures that this nightmare continues. Nightmare. That's a little harsh. <laughs> he is Doc Manson. Actually, no. No, he's not. He is Dr. Mankind. There you go. At Doc Manson. I am Durango Canyon at the DC Matthews. Have yourselves a great week. Enjoy. I want you this weekend. Get yourself comfortable. And I want you to just ever so gently caress and open up that forbidden door. Until we meet again, my friends, won't you be a bestie? My forbidden door feels funny. Classic GQ stinger. <laughs>